What's good, good people? Vest, let's talk. We got a special person leading the troops this morning. Song first class, Aaron Grady. First off, let's say I'd like you guys to subscribe, like, and share. Hey, it don't take nothing but a second. But how you doing this morning, Aaron? Sorry, first class. <laughs> you know, I'm good. I'm living life in Hawaii. It's nice, warm. The weather's beautiful. So I wish, I wish, I'm living. I, I wish I had some of that weather. Yeah, it's, you know, the taxes is kind of up and down. It is. It is. But, you know, nice 80 degree weather year round here, even in February. Wow. <laughs> it's not extremely cold here because you know I'm from Chicago, so below zero is like horrible. But you know the 40s here, it it ain't bad. But at the same time, when you get that up and down, it kind of irritates you. But anyway, how the family doing? They're doing good. We're blessed. Skylar, she's over here on her iPad. Zane is eating and Mick is showering, and yeah, we we're good. We're good. Man, she's quiet. My little guy ain't gonna be that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when she gets to talking, though, she don't stop. So, okay. okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so, hey, hey, let's let's hit these crusty questions real quick. Hey, where were you during 9-11? So, during 9-11, I was actually in the seventh grade uh, in biology. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whenever I tell people that, they're like, girl, you, you old enough to be like my little sister, my daughter, like my granddaughter. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I was in a... Miss Tate's class, um, and they actually, no, it happened right before Miss Tate's class. I was actually in choir, Miss England's class, and they were like, hey, the, the Twin Towers was just hit. And I was like, what? And then I went to biology, and then they turned on the news, and that's where they just kept replaying the same recording over and over again, and the live footage of the, the second plane and stuff like that hitting um and uh which progressed on to you know the pentagon and uh the other stuff that uh unfolded that day but yeah i was in the seventh grade i was in middle school wow so what what made you don't join during the time of war so um i actually wanted to join the military probably since i was younger but i kept changing what i wanted to do um when I actually joined, so I originally wanted to join and become an MP because I thought what they did was cool. Um, and that was when I was a little girl. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> After working with the MPs, like I was, I quickly took that back. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad I'm a medic. But um, <clears throat> I, once I got older, I was supposed to go into the Marine Corps. Um, and then uh, I had some health issues and I couldn't join the Marine Corps. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I felt like it was God telling me, um, you know, I, I, went, I didn't want me to join the Marine Corps. So I was like, man, my mom's in the military. She's a 68 whiskey or she's a medic. Um, what I wouldn't give to have my mom be there for my sisters so that way she can raise them. It's like I wanted her to raise me because my mom was gone a lot. Now that she didn't raise me, she did phenomenal. I don't want to take away from my mom. She right. sacrificed a lot. Um, she was a single parent, but I just felt like, um, if I joined, then that was one more body in her field that would allow for her to, uh, be there for my sisters, which, you know, after joining, it doesn't work like that. Right. Like, but this is my mind, um, at 18, 17, 18 years old. 
Um, and I was like, that's, that's what I wanted to do. Um, but she kind of worked out that way. I joined, you know, her and I were stationed at Fort Hood together for all of six months. Right. And then she PCS and she was there. She worked in the hospital and was there for my sister. Wow. That's amazing. Hey, let's get into these, these questions. Hey, first off, mm-hmm. you know, to this question, like, I want to ask you, how do you, how did you meet your husband? But let me start. Cause you know, I served in my military, in the military. And I like to tell people how I met my wife. You know, I was at the barracks one day. I might get in trouble. For, I know I'm gonna get in trouble. I ain't no Mike to it. <laughs> you know, I was walking in the barracks and you know, she seen me and she stopped me. She was like, hey, when I see you, why don't you talk to me? I was like, man, this joker is nuts. And then, <laughs> so, but but I kind of caught that as, you know, she opened the door, but like, yeah, she was on my heel. She was kind of jocking me a little bit, you know, you know oh my goodness i know i'm gonna get in trouble but that's okay <laughs> how did you meet your husband um, uh, so i actually met him um we've known each other since high school since my sophomore year in high school um but we didn't become friends until 2010 after I, we got back from our deployment we met at a club we reunited our meeting at a club and I actually almost cussed him out <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, because he, he cat called me and I just did not appreciate that. I was like, Did yeah. you just cat call me? What he did admit, he actually just admitted last year after us being together for seven, eight years, that right. he in fact did cat call me. He just didn't want me to cuss him out today. <laughs> but I thought he cat called me and I turned around. I'm like, Are you who are you talking to? And I looked at him, I was like, Mickey, and he was like, Aaron. And, you know, it, it was history from there. We became really good friends. And then um, we eventually got together and got married and had kids very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So let me ask you this. What what do you do to switch from our first class walker to Mrs. Walker? Well, that is quite complicated. Um... What I typically do is on a day-to-day, so during the week, um, I kind of have to, like, decompress myself before I come home because of my job and, uh, you know, my current position right now. So I kind of, like, have to take little moments to myself before I can become Mrs. Walker now. I will, in short instances, you know, go from Sanford's class, Brady Walker, to, you know, Mrs. Walker um, when I have to, like, you know, when I'm talking to somebody in a professional capacity and I have to go from being an NCO to being Mrs. Walker, um, I am able to do that. But to give my family um, me, I have to kind of take moments to myself because the Army does consume a lot. You're right. You're right. And that's kind of big. And I see that in a lot of households, you know, they kind of carry over what they deal with. Not not only, let's say, for like the military, because I share a little bit. Me, I was a parole officer for a couple of years and it was a lot of things that I've seen and dealt with that I, I really couldn't handle in my mind due to certain things. But at the same time, it's hard to bring yourself to a certain mindset when you're dealing with all these people all day with all these questions and you just got to jump through so many hoops just to 
come down to somebody else's standard, then you come home and you have to be this motivating and, you know, you have to be another type of person. It's like the hats. You wear so many throughout your day and throughout your life. But so, okay. Would you say having your spouse as a best friend allows for a successful marriage? So, okay. A lot of people get the, gets this mixed up perfection and successful. Now, there is no such thing as a, as a perfect, let's understand that, a perfect marriage. Now, success is building blocks. It, it, it allows you to get things wrong before you get it right. Now, perfection, I've never seen it. I don't know what it is. I don't even think it exists. So, like, you you, you're dealing with another individual. You're dealing with their personality. And it just comes to a certain point in your life to where it becomes unconditional. Not to say you don't have problems. Like, would you say having the best friend calls for a successful marriage? Um, I would. Um, so I think that our, but I think that my husband and my foundation is different because we started off as friends. And we were friends for a very long time before him and I, uh, you know, actually made it official um, and got together. Um, we were kind of able to know each other a little bit better. Now, the capacity in which we know each other now, or we're still, because I feel like we're still constantly, well, there's always some type of new that I'm learning about my, my spouse and he's learning about me. Um, you know, just as we get older, we're constantly changing. But I would say that... Um, having him as my best friend has absolutely been like uh uh like phenomenal uh, to to a degree and it's not you know I'm not painting this very tough issue because like I said we're not perfect <clears throat> we've gotten into you know our arguments had our disagreements um but the amount of love and support that's there um is it's it's unconditional like I can't describe it like I've never aside from my family I've never experienced the type of support that I get from from him and the type of love and to see him love my kids um or our kids excuse me um the way that he loves them is 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 beautiful so I, I you know I love having him as my best friend you know me and him we talk smack to each other like we you know what I'm saying we don't wrestle like that because you know I'll <laughs> I beat him up, but uh, <laughs> he must not be in the room. I know he's not in the room. He's not, he's, he's not yet. He's not. He's coming. He can hear me. <laughs> um, but it's it's been it's been great. Like I like having him as my best friend. You 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 come quick to forgive, like <laughs> that being your friend, because you got a lot of people that go into this little love thing. Not to sit back and say that kind of goes away quick. Sometimes it'll last a year, two years, but Real quick, you get to knowing that person and mm -hmm. what they go through and what they deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis. So, okay, this might be might be a tough question, might not be, you know, but how do you cope with long hours or being away in school or being in another another country while being married? So I don't really I don't so this this question. I don't know that uh, it's really a coping mechanism, but 
I would say that I just get support. Like I, that that's the best way I can put it. Right? Like I, I'm able to have a peace of mind because of the support that I have, like the support from him, the support from our family when I'm away uh, during our long hours, like I, we're just constantly communicating um, and he understands, right? Like he, he knows what my job entails. Um, and I try to keep that, that, you know, clear, open communication about like, hey, on a day-to-day, this is what it is. You know, sometimes stuff comes up, I gotta be able to adapt. We gotta be able to adapt and, you know, um, just to have him having an understanding. So I think that it's not really a coping mechanism. It's more so like um, what is, is, is our, how is our relationship like uh, fundamentals, if you will, right. um, able to allow me to have a better peace of mind. Right. It's kind of like that trust level that you have that you can go away and be like, everything is fine and I don't have to worry about anything. I completely understand mm-hmm. that. Cause you know you get a lot of a lot of people missing their their homes or their kids and they kind of break down, and and you know that's hard for a lot of lot of lot of people, not just women, men as well, because they they do have to, they might not speak on it because men are you know so called tough. They not don't don't get that twisted. Yeah. They not. So okay, you get somebody you know. Hey, so first class, what do what do you do? Like how how do you do it? Like in your marriage, what like. How do you do it? Because you get this young, you know, the young folks, these privates, they want to just jump into something. <laughs> and once they jump into it, they out of it the next month. So, like, how do you do it? <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, I actually have had quite a few of my soldiers that have hopped and skipped right on into a marriage. And then, you know, Mama Grady, be, I told you, you shouldn't have did that, you know, because you don't really want you don't know you don't have a foundation with this person you think you do after two months but you don't right like and I'm not saying that the um the far-fetched things don't happen there are people that you know hey you are the love of my life set eyes on and been together for 40 years after you know being together for two months and getting married I'm not saying that those events don't that that those things don't happen but within our generation it's becoming more it's becoming less and less that we're actually like trying to get to know people you know um but I don't want to go on a tangent on that but I you know the way that I I do it is it's foundation it's key like purely key foundation having a a good base solid base is how I make it and and how I'm able to you know go on a day-to-day and you know, my marriage not be completely destroyed. Now, sometimes the, the army does get in the way. And again, we just communicate and we talk it out and talk about it. And I vent and, you know, remind my spouse that like, hey, thank you. You're, you're phenomenal. You're doing great. Like, I, I couldn't ask for anything more because truth be told, I see a lot of um, spouses who, you know, um, they take their 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 military service member spouse for granted, or they you know they're very selfish, and when you're in this, you you kind of can't be, you can be selfish to a degree, but like you got to understand that as a service member, like we have to we are selfless, right? Like we're continuously giving to an organization, 
you know, for the betterment of our country and for the betterment of our, our household, right? Because ultimately I get paid to do what I do. Right. So um, like, you know, having an understanding in that, in, in that foundation, I, I think is, is, is how I, I'm able to make it through. Right. That's big. Thank you for, for saying that. I want to talk a little bit about unit, like the unit to me, as far as marriage. And I like to do a little math with a lot of people who sit back and say I'm wrong and how I'm kind of adding that up. But I always like to say one plus one equals marriage as far as equals one as far as a marriage. Right. Like the one and one being a person and, you know, you connect to the whole. And I'm not even going to add my son to that equation because he's going to be 18 and he's going to leave the house. And what do you have? There's me and a knucklehead person I married. I'm going to get in trouble for that, too. But, but that's OK. Yes, you are. <laughs> But, but you know, I like to, you know, one and one is the person and, and that, that plus sign is the cross because I always add God to anything that I do with my significant other. So what does the, what is a unit to you as far as a marriage? Um, I would have to concur with uh, what you said. I, I think that the unit is us being one as, as, as a whole, as a solid, like, um, you know, often people are like, who are the pants? And it's not like that. It's not like that. There's, there's got to be balance. You know, um, my husband wears one pants leg and I wear the other pants leg. And exactly. we just march and we march along, you know. Um, there's no such thing in my household as, um, you know, well, you're, in, you're responsible for this and I'm responsible for that. Like, you know, the social roles, like, that have been established like there's no such thing as that and we, we we're kosher like if the trash needs to be taken out i take the trash out we are one team one fight um and and and, and that's how we that's how we truck it along right that's that's outstanding i like to thank you thank you for giving me some of your time you know you, this is your day with your, your family and I, I thank you big time i appreciate you for doing that I appreciate you for sharing a little bit with the people I appreciate you. Yes, no, thank you for having me. I mean, I thank you for even considering me uh, to be a part of your show. I, I'm grateful for that, for sure. Do you have anything motivational to say to, to the people? If you don't, that's okay before I get out of, out, of, out of this town. I would say, you know, as it pertains to, to marriage and love, man, just keep hope alive and, and stay faithful because it's it can be difficult it can be trying um but love conquers all man that's for it. sure there we have it and that's from sergeant first class walker <laughs> hey man this is best let's talk who's up next for the formation man we always here to put out information and help you guys grow as a person and as a unit hey who's up next for the formation